Welcome to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. This is the podcast that gets people waffling about their mental health, coping mechanisms, life's minor inconveniences, and the music that soundtracks it all. So join me as I open up shop and have a waffle. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to another episode of the Waffle Shop podcast. Today, I'm joined by someone who is going to be one of those people that are guaranteed in a year's time and be like, he was on my show. It's rapper Forms. Welcome to the Waffle Shop. Let's go. Thank you very much for having me, my man. <laughs> The energy and the vibes are here already, so I'm a, a big fan. I'm glad. I'm like a Duracell bunny. It's one of them where, like, it can be three o'clock in the morning, everyone's over, like, and I'm like, no, let's go! Or it can be uh, <laughs> 8 a.m. or 2 p.m. or you name it, a time of the day, I, I've just, I've got energy. I'm here. I mean, I respect <laughs> that. I'm in my 30s, and I kind of wish I had that. So you're an inspiration. Were you, <laughs> like, that? That. Were you like that before as well? No. <laughs> <laughs> No, I was going to try like, I was going to lie, but um, yeah, no, in all honesty. That's fine. But to be fair, this is all very like nice and like energetic and stuff, but I do start each one of my shows with something called the weekly waffle, which is something that's quite frankly, that's got on my nerves in the hopes that once I spoke to my guest about it, I feel that little bit better. And so feel free to get involved if there's anything that's like a bit petty that gets on your nerves. Cool. Um, But this actually happened to me this morning. And I actually feel like my face is going red at the shame of it again. Um, but have you ever threw something at the bin and missed 
and then you've got that kind of shameful, <laughs> the shameful like... walk. I'm going to pick it up. There is no quicker way to murder an ego than oh. to miss the bin. And how far away was the bin? Like a meter or two. I mean, I mean, that's being kind. Um, wow. Yeah, it wasn't uh, one of my finest moments. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it because it's like, oh yeah, easy. Kobe swoosh, and then yeah. How, how it's easier to get it in the bin than to miss the bin. So I get yeah. it, and it's it's frustrating. And like, I'm now angry for you. <laughs> I appreciate that. See, this is what happens on the show. We share our stories yeah. and everyone gets pissed off. It's great. Oh, facts. <laughs> wow. It, well, it can, only, it can only get better from here. Well, well, to be fair, that's how it started. Now I'm chatting to you. So if anything, I'm winning. So appreciate that. I'm here for it. Is there anything that gets on your nerves that you'd like to get off your chest today? Um... You know what? I've got a I've got a headline show coming up in Manchester in five days. Yes. Uh, of which I've been like, whenever I prepare for my shows, I prepare for my shows. Like I bring so much energy out on stage. I give my absolute all. So for me, everything goes into the preparation in in order for for match day for kickoff. Let's have it. Um, and I, it's it's gonna sound ungrateful when I'm really not ungrateful at all. I'm so happy with the way things are going, but. Everything seems to be happening at the wrong time. The right things at the wrong time. Like um, I've been doing a school tour up in Manchester to um, kind of promote the show and, and reach a demographic that kind of already follows me and, and all of that kind of stuff. And that's been real fun. So I did a week of that. And then I went straight to Vegas for the Super Bowl, which again, I'm oh, so grateful. Yeah. Oh God, how inconvenient. So cool. God. But like I, I <laughs> didn't have a second to rehearse. So it's like I went two whole weeks without a single rehearsal and now now oh, i'm back course. every day full steam ahead rehearse 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 try and get my throat to recover rehearse 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 and until the show so it's not like annoyed me but like the perfectionist i am when it comes to being on stage like i've i've now like oh my god there's five days to go am i gonna get everything ready i will but it's one of them that i hadn't mentioned it and now it's off my chest i'm, I'm ready to go there we go see it's just a gift that keeps on giving this show You'll feel it as soon as you step out onto that stage and those voices and like, you know, the people are singing your lyrics back to you. Mm -hmm. You know that it was, it was all worth it. 100%. And it's my first ever show in Manchester as well. It's like we wanted to test the area. Uh, it's going well so far. So I'm just, it's those final couple tickets and these final couple days and and then it's, it's full steam ahead. Let's have it. So it's the 21st, isn't it? 21st yeah. at the Deaf Institute. The Lodge, yeah. that's it. Um, yeah, 21st, 21st of February, Manchester. And then we've got 14th of March at O2 Academy Islington in London. Oh, okay. Before we dive into kind of like the live shows and where people can find you. Yeah. Uh, especially when I have a musical guest on, I like to kind of work backwards a little bit. Mm -hmm. I find it so fascinating when I have like a singer or a rapper or anyone with any kind of musical talent on the show, how that started. Like, how did you know that you could do what you do now so well? <laughs> Um, first of all, thanks. Um, <laughs> it honestly stems back from being so young, um, like even back to primary school days. I was I remember being three, four, five years old. My mum would drive us to and from primary school. Um, she'd have Capital Radio on in the car and I'd listen to a song once or twice and just know every single word back to front to the point where like a song would just come out. We'd be driving to school. I'm belting out these lyrics and everyone in the car is like, how do you know the words already? I'm like, I don't know, but I love it. 
and or like not 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 just capital but do you remember like the now cds like now that's yes. what i call yeah yeah i think i think it must have been like now 63 track two uh disc two track 19 was was um do you remember by jay shaw and sean paul oh like that, my god that yes was like my okay favorite song back in the day and it was just it was class so i just remember like listening to to a song once or twice remembering every single lyric and then just playing that same song in the car to and from school and then from that i kind of just i kind of just liked attention as well from a young age so uh, i was always the lead in the school plays in primary school and just getting on stage and doing my thing i was bert and mary poppins and the genie and aladdin um and that's oh, kind of where it's it, like forced to be reckoned with yeah fully triple triple threat except don't don't watch me dance <laughs> how was that to be fair speaking of dancing obviously you've just come back from obviously the super bowl yeah did you take any inspiration from a show with the moves for the live show or the, the person that i was that next to... <laughs> no 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 see, like the person i was next to filmed like stopped filming usher and started filming my reaction to it like just be being an artist wow. and watching mm. watching one of the biggest artists on one of the biggest stages live in front of me was so inspiring am i gonna get on roller skates and start dancing around stages probably not uh can i pop it and lock it like usher can i can try it i might pop my hip but <laughs> it was like the whole performance was was hella inspiring because it's like that's like the pinnacle of his career right there and i'm yeah. watching it happen um so it's it's just the stuff of dreams we'll leave usher he's had his moment we're here to talk mm -hmm. about you yeah so You've, you're Bert, you're the genie in like Aladdin, like you're the main yeah. part. When did it kind of transition into like, do you know what, I'm actually going to start, you know, singing my own songs, rapping my own lyrics rather than, well, singing about magic carpets. <laughs> yeah, fully. Um, it's actually, I'm really glad because I've got, I've actually got turning points and like light bulb moments that have happened to me, which is great because it means I'll be able, I can tell my story and, and not be like, oh, I actually don't know when it happened. It just happened. I love that I've got what I'm about to say. So got a little bit older, early teens, started to develop my own music taste a bit, uh, lent into like the pop rap type world um, with your Tinchy Striders, Examples, Tiny Tempers. Um, so then, yeah, elite, elite time for British music. And I went to see Tiny Temper at the O2 in 2014. And I remember it so clearly. 30th of March, sat block 110, and that changed everything. Like the way he came out on stage, used the whole stage up, had this big personality and had 20,000 people rapping his words back to him. I looked at my friend Ollie. I was like, yeah, I want that. And he was like, oh yeah, okay. But like, I looked at what he was doing, the feeling he gave me, I was instantly just so desperate to give to millions of people. And I get it, like five to 10,000 people in that arena probably went, oh, that'd be nice to do one day. It wasn't like that for me. I just looked at it and went, yeah, my two feet are going to be on that stage one day. And I'd never quite made the connection of, I love music, I can do music. But watching someone do it and inspire me the way that he did, I was like, cool, why can't I do it? So I, I went home that night as a 14-year-old with zero musical experience and started writing about what happened in my day and trying to make it rhyme. Wow. Uh, it was terrible. But you got to start somewhere. Of course you are. And I, I kept going and just haven't looked back since. Mate, one, that is quite inspirational considering, you know, at that age to be like so kind of clear on what you want to do. There's people obviously in their 30s, 40s. I mean, some people never yeah. get to that point of like, oh, actually, I'm going to pursue this now. Like, I feel mm -hmm. like I love this. I'm going to go and do it. I mean, to fair, I didn't find it until I turned 30 in a pandemic. I was like, oh, do you know what? I might start a podcast. Um, and then it obviously led me 
to this point when it comes to kind of like the rapping and the lyrics mm. and kind of piecing it all together how does that kind of like how do you find that flow because we've had um we had sean paul on the show and he was saying that he finds his rhythm when he swims that wow. kind of rhythm of him kind of like doing like front crawl gives him a natural rhythm that he works with then to kind of piece the lyrics with how mm-hmm. does that process look for yourself well i mean one, one thing that i tell whenever i speak to whoever it is that would dm me and say oh how do you start writing or how do you do this or when i've been going around to schools and they ask me questions one thing i say is first things first i think when it comes to music and art it's all about feeling and if you don't know how to put your feelings down on a page start how i started in the sense of just write what happened to your day make it rhyme see if it works and then get used to writing about things that happen to you the more comfortable you get the more open you'll be with experimenting, talking about feelings, whether that be, I'm on top of the world, I want energy, um, I'm, ah, let's go. Or, you know what, there's a real raw emotion here about a time that was a little bit more um, down or or just emotional in, in any kind of sense. And once you kind of get and understand how to interact with your feelings, flowing kind of becomes easier. So I'll sit in a studio and I'll, I'll, whichever producer I'm with, I go, okay, this is how I'm feeling. These are the kind of sounds I can hear. And as soon as I've got something, it just comes out. I think the best way to describe how I find it easy to jump into different types of styles and flow around it is I just love music. Like I will listen to Adele on a Monday, the Chainsmokers and some hardcore slander nightmare EDM on a Tuesday uh, Jason Mraz on a Wednesday, Stormzy and Skepta on a Thursday. So I'm so inspired by different types of music around me that I just understand how all of it's pieced together. I know what I'm capable of. So then it's like, okay, how how can I comfortably fit within a pocket of a uh, more melodic song? Or how can I fit more in the pocket of something that's literally 140 BPM that's like boom, 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 boom. <laughs> and then the more you do... The more you feel comfortable with, the more you resonate, that's when you're like, okay, I understand how I can tackle that. With me, I don't think I've got one distinctive flow, but I've got a distinctive way of how I tackle beats and instrumentals. Um, and it's all based off a feeling. And now I'm fully waffling, which I guess is is what this podcast is. But it's very on brand. Very on brand. The more the more you do. And the more you try and get in touch with yourself and be honest with yourself, um, that's when the comfort comes out. Because if you're trying to force something and be like, oh, Central C flows that way, that's working, let's try to do what he does. Or Stormzy flows that way, let's try to do what he does. Yeah, let's let's explore that. Um, it doesn't work because then you lose yourself. So trying everything and trying it a million times is is fully what works for me i may go swimming though and see if i can figure that one out i mean give it a go i mean i've been swimming ever since that episode and (laughs) we made it we made a song together so it works shut up yeah no one will ever hear it but i did it (laughs) oh no i i have i have to hear that but no musical talent whatsoever that's actually like a really beautiful answer because Mm. you know there's kind of like a probably a way to answer questions like that that are kind of really like oh you know technical and kind of this is how we do but like just there's something quite beautiful about being in the moment trusting yourself and being Mm -hmm. okay with talking about not only like the highs but like the lows as well it actually feeds quite nicely into one of the questions i wanted to ask you about obviously the brand new single keyboard warriors Mm -hmm. 
obviously we're in this generation of where like you say keyboard warrior you know exactly that someone's got yeah. some grief somewhere from someone who's behind a keyboard how did that come together there was there was a distinctive moment and it's it's i introduced the song in in like a, i'll nutshell it because i talk quite a lot when i when i do the school tour and i tell them a little bit more about how keyboard warriors comes about but whenever i say oh this next song's called keyboard warriors because they're school kids they're like oh what is this going to be about what's he going to talk about and i go let me give you some context and i basically talk about how i i've got quite thick skin like i'm really good at blocking out the noise in my head it's fully a case of if i can't control it why am i going to let it get to me but i also understand that having a following that's big i mean eight hundred eighty thousand people is not small i'm grateful for it but you need to understand that the bigger the following the more open you are to receiving yeah people warriors trolls whatever it is i've been so good at blocking it out and then i went on sky sports because I, I rap a lot about the Premier League and Formula One. So Sky Sports had me on the show, which was an incredible experience. I took that with both hands. They wanted me to do a summary of what happened last season in the Premier League. So I stood there, smashed it out of the park with the cameras in front of my face. Um, I was like, yeah, that was sick. I loved it. Sky loved it. Mum loved it. And then social media decided it was, it was my turn to like be ripped apart. So I hopped on Twitter, someone had reposted the clip and it got maybe 10 million views and over 15,000 like pure hate comments thrown wow. straight at me. Like I got embarrassing freak, clown, his parents should never have had him. Um, I don't know how much I'm allowed to say, but someone someone said, um, I felt a tumor growing inside me watching this. Like it's like bad stuff. Yeah. I usually look at stuff like that and I see the funny in it and I'll laugh. I'm scrolling and scrolling and scr it just didn't end. And I'm smiling, but inside I'm like, yeah, no, nah, this is hitting me differently. Um, and I had a studio session booked the next night with this unbelievable producer. It's called R14. Uh, he's got songs with like D-Block and Unknown T and, and, and Clavish, some really cool UK artists. So I'm sitting in this room with him and, and I've got to get this off my chest. And I'm like, well, I don't really want to talk about people being mean to me online. That's not very rappery. So how can I flip the script? How can I get it off my chest, empower myself, and also not kind of play the victim role, which I think would, would have been really easy to lean into. And I kind of took a step back and went, life's going well right now. Like things are happening. Um, if I just talk about all the good things and, and essentially just flex on the trolls, they're not really going to have a leg to stand on. So I was like, cool, what's going well? Let's write about it. And let's write about it with energy and they're not going to be able to come back at it. And that's where Keyboard Warriors was born. And I kind of just got in the booth and started spitting bars. And I came out and the producer and the engineer that were in there were like, had no idea where you were going to take it. But yeah, smashed it. I just made it me I as well. That. Mate, and I genuinely, I like, I'm going to say this with my chest. One of the best rap li lyrics of all time, especially like, a, it's a, just a very UK thing. And I'm going to read it out. Um, Go do your homework, son. One love for my keyboard warriors. It must be a lonely one. Heart more broke than a McFlurry one. Yeah. Honestly, anyone in the UK knows the McFlurry machine is never working. Never and as soon as the first time I heard it, I was like, that is genius. Mm. Absolute genius. Thank so. you. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's one of them. I was like, it's, it's a serious topic, but I'm not a serious guy. 
So let's just have fun with it. And that's why, like, the first the first lyric of, of the second verse is just rocked up to the shoe in Jordan 4s and Tottenham socks because I'm sitting there with Jordan 4 green glows and grey Tottenham socks on. And we were talking about how to tackle the second verse. And I was like, I'm just me. Like, I'm the kind of guy that will go anywhere in J4s and Tottenham socks. And someone went, that's a bar, put it in. Like, it's just unseriousness whilst trying to tackle a serious topic. And I think with the way that the world is at the moment and, and comedian, every comedian will tell you the same thing. Obviously, I'm not a comedian, but they'll tell you the same thing. Like, humour humor is a way to tackle the most difficult topics in the most lighthearted of ways. And like, well, yes, I understand that your Lewis Capaldi's and your Lana Del Rey's will tackle difficult topics and, and make it sound difficult, but that's just not me. Yeah. Uh, like I've got but stuff. Then you're saying though, it's like you're kind of, I think it is a huge coping mechanism. Like obviously everyone goes through their different paths, but I think a lot of it comes down to you. You have to kind of sometimes dust it off and be able to laugh about it. Like yeah. I think it's a, almost like a bit of a superpower to be mm -hmm. able to do that because you could have quite easily sat and read all those comments and just gave up. You know that wasn't going to happen with the amount of drive that you have, but it that it was a, a reality that could have happened. And mm -hmm. you, the way that you almost like clapped back in a way that is so you, like mm. it's your personality and like you weren't doing anything other than being 100% yourself. I think it's the biggest middle finger that you could have actually ever done. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. It's, it fully is. And like that, but that's it. That's, that's, I'm just being me. So if someone turns around to keyboard warriors and goes, yeah, mate, that's not it. Cool. You'd, you don't need to see that. I can see it. And it stems back to like being back in school. Cause I mean, the story runs from, I started writing when I was 14, wasn't confident cause it wasn't great. Didn't really show anyone anything. And then Stormzy steps out onto the mainstream with his confidence and the way his, bars come across and, and his personality shines in every single piece of delivery that he that he has you kind of just know who he is and what he's there for and that confidence a year after I started writing just dripped down into me and I was like cool if he can I can started rapping for everyone and anyone that would listen to me and every single person that I rap for would just laugh and that would it would just be that funny thing and I, I got branded like the tragic one throughout sixth form. Tragic. What are you doing? It's never going to work. What the hell are you going to rap about? Tragic, 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 tragic. And I didn't listen to a single word of it because I loved it so much. First things first, why am I going to let another human being dictate what my life has in store for me? Just what didn't make sense in my head. But I loved it so much. I could see the vision so clearly that just because other people can't see the vision, cool. They don't, I don't need them to see it. The only person that needs to see it to make it happen is me. And that is something that because I did that and, and recognized that from so early, and I'm grateful for that, I've been able to train that muscle in my brain up to the point where even if Simon Cowell, for example, was to turn around and go, yeah, bro, that's not it. Cool. You can't see it. Do I respect your opinion because of your career? 100%. But you're not me. You can't see what I see. Like a hundred thousand, the next hundred thousand people that hear my next song could could go, yeah, no, that's not it. But then the next million people after that could go, yeah, we're vibing with forms, and it's like cool, sick. I'm making it for me, and if it resonates with someone else, unbelievable. This is mate the the level of kind of fire. Like I literally, my my face is aching already from just like yes, Thank you. it's so refreshing to kind of hear, and it's like it's a big 
thing on this show that mm. these kind of things and like the comments or even like the hardships that come with life, they're stepping stones. Yeah. It's like a big message behind everything that I kind of mm -hmm. talk about, even everything the podcast stands for. It's always stepping stones to the next yeah. thing. They're never like there to stop you in your tracks. It can yeah. do, but in time, you're going to have to take a step on top. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. One of the things I did want to talk about, because you've mentioned it, like with the Stormzy's, the Tinies. Music is one of my biggest coping mechanisms when it comes to like those kind of days when I'm just like, today's not the day. Like this yeah. morning, for example. <laughs> it's like, oh my God, I was yeah. like, oh, here we go. And another <laughs> one. Is it, is it safe to say that music is always kind of like when the days do get a little bit hectic, your headphones yeah. are in, you're either writing or you're listening? Yeah, I think, well, I mean, back in the day before I was like full-time music, listening was just was the one just if if i was having a bad day i was never the type to listen to like uh like sad boy music or anything really big and emotional or uh big pop ballads for me if i was having a bad day i'd get in my car i'd drive in the motorway and just like bang out a grind playlist and just like let that energy just like i'd and i'd rap along with it and just get it out in one way um, and I do something similar now, but I think I've now got this power of I understand how to navigate my feelings and put pen to paper. And I've got this studio in my house, which, again, I'm so grateful that I'm able to to literally roll out of bed in my pants and come into my studio and, and just put <laughs> the dream. <it> out. Exactly. <laughs> and just put it all out into into a song, whether that's ever going to be shown to someone or not. And if for whatever reason, I'm really like I can't get it out then yeah, I'll, I'll just sit here, play some music through the speakers. And it's one of them where I like stuff to, I like stuff to change my mood or, or get me smiling or upbeat again. So I'll just listen to like the Chainsmokers or I'll listen to Marshmallow or I'll listen to some, my girlfriend's got me into country music recently. So I'm, I'm like, it's massive at the minute. Yeah. It's huge. So yeah, it's to answer your, answer your question in a nutshell. Music is, is whether I'm writing it or listening to it is, is the one. No, I've got a lot of respect for that. I literally, I'm a big believer in everyone having like those songs and those kind of mm -hmm. albums, artists, that kind of soundtrack, like particular moments. Have you ever considered that you might be the soundtrack to someone else's story? I love that question because I, I already know that I, I am. Like I get messages every now and then. I actually got a message last night saying, hey, bro, hope you're good. Looking forward to seeing you in Manchester, which was a great way to start the conversation like yeah he's got tickets um i just want to let you know like I'm, me and my girlfriend broke up like last week and i've had pretty i've got a song called prisoner on repeat for like the past week and it's really helping me get through it because i relate to it so much and uh, i know it so well that i now just can't wait to belt it out at the show and 
I'm like, yes, sick. That's that's literally it. Like I'm writing based off of my experiences and I know other people go through those experiences. So to even have one person go, yeah, I got that on repeat. Something you made from your heart on repeat is helping me cope. It's an indescribable feeling. It really is. Speaking of songs though, obviously you're a, like a, you're an outgoing guy. And I mean, you discussed the dance moves before we kind of like at the start of the show, but is, does there need to be like a particular song playing to get forms on the dance floor? Dua Lipa usually does it. Like yeah. whether, okay. whether I'm a, whether it stemmed from like, um, where was I? It stemmed from, I think I was at ultra in Croatia in 2019 and one of the DJs, EDM festival, and all of a sudden one of the DJs decides to play One Kiss. And I just went, no. oh no, you know what it was? It was the World Cup where someone remixed it. It was like, Joe Art's not on the play, give it Harry Kane. And I just fell in love with One Kiss. So every time someone played it at a festival, I go nuts. To the point where any Dua Lipa song that comes on, I grab the boys. I'm like, let's go. So if it's, if it's Dua Lipa, I'm there. Um, and what, but one thing that really gets me going recently is old school Taylor Swift. My gym playlist okay. is just Taylor Swift. Like, I'll happily listen to I Knew You Were Trouble on repeat for an hour <laughs> and I'll get the biggest pump of my life. Um, so, yeah, do a leaper and old school Taylor Swift and I'm there. Respect it. Respect. Do you know what I yeah. love about this is the fact that when I've asked that question in the past, like, I almost feel like people have to give me like a cool answer. And nah. I was just like, you straight away, you were straight in there like, yep, yeah, this is it. Um, yeah, what is, what is cool? To the point where I'm actually, I brought back from the Super Bowl a Travis Kelsey jersey. Just because I love her so much. <laughs> On the flip side of that, is there a particular song, album, or artist that you know you sometimes would like to pretend you're in a music video to, or like brings the emotion out? Brings the emotion out, yes. Funnily enough, you I know you had Sean Paul on, like you said. Um, the song that he's got with Anne Marie. Um, oh, oh don't do that. No, wait, hang on. You're not gonna go rockabye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. I've also Re quite well connected to that song. Only, like, reason being, single, I grew up mom. with a single mom. Yeah. But yeah. whenever I listen, and I didn't even clock it, because, like, when it came out, it was a bop. And I'm, I'm, I've am i always been the type to listen to lyrics, but it was such a bop, the sun was out. I was like, rock a bad baby, rock a bad. I was like, yeah, this is a banner. And then a couple years ago, I was driving, literally driving home from, I don't know, wherever, and it was me in the car and the song came on and I just listened to the lyrics. I started crying and I was like, yeah. what? So like that, yeah, that song is, is like, it just, it's, yeah. I mean, you, you relate. But yeah. Like, you know, as soon like, as you said it, I was like, ah, okay. Yeah. I know. I felt like I knew why instantly because yeah, mm -hmm. from, a, from a similar thing on that though, there is a song by a very exciting new artist called Met mm -hmm. and the song's called Mama's Eyes. Okay. Give it a listen because that it that yeah, it was like a punch to the stomach with that. Um oh, when it God. comes to kind I of I, I don't think I'm ready. But it's nice though, because it's it's one of those songs that you feel like you shouldn't dance to, but but the but the lyrics are like really yeah kind of heartfelt. Is there a song that you'd quite like to wrap in chains, put in a box, kick to the bottom of the ocean, never hear it again? So annoying because I love the album, but Ed Sheeran's number six collaborations project, the whole album, the whole album. And I tell you why, 
I I love the album and it's annoying. I love the I love the song he's got with Camila Cabello and Cardi B. I love the one he's got yes. with Dave. I love the one he's got with I love Blow with Chris Stapleton and Bruno Mars and Oh my Storms god, I forgot about that. One with uh Khalid and Justin Bieber. It's an elite album. The music on it, the artistry is next level. It came out at a time where I was so depressed that I actually just can't listen to it anymore. Yeah. Um, like it came out on the day, funnily enough, when I went to Ultra Music Festival in Croatia in 2019 and I was listening to it on the plane and I was like, yeah, slaps, love it. But I'm at this festival, summer vibes. It's meant to be such a good, like, oh, yeah, let's go. Like the the drinks are flowing. Everyone's on good vibes. And I'm trying to trying to get myself out of a bit of a slump just didn't work like i'm i'm standing there and see everyone around me having the time of their life and i'm like i'm not happy <laughs> but i just remember listening to it on the way there and i was like as an artist i was like okay cool let's keep listening to it so i got home from the festival or during the days before the festival started i just like have it on repeat to try and get used to the album but what that did was attach that feeling to the album so yeah chain it up and chuck it in the ocean which is annoying and i love it and it's a dream collab but just it wasn't a great time for me <laughs> no i respect that and to be fair thank you for being so honest and I, I, I again i like i champion everything that you just said like there's just something so powerful about how music can take you back mm -hmm. to those moments and how it kind of like it just it just almost like grabs you oh i'm not saying i swear it's my show but it like grabs you by the lips <laughs> to be like <laughs> yeah to be like ah uh, okay i've got one final question for you which i think mm -hmm. i'm really going to regret because um, it would probably really, really embarrass myself. But I'm gonna wrap it because I feel like you know you're 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 very lyrically blessed. So I feel like you can. Bring it. <laughs> so, oh shit! I probably should have rehearsed this a little bit more. <laughs> um, I'm here with my main man Forms, waffling about how we navigate the storms. He's about to step out on tour. Forms, what have we got in store? Oh, wait, ah, got, a, got a microphone. It. Wait, wait. <laughs> Yeah, he's dropped it. He's dropped it. So oh, I need to I be careful. It. That's very expensive. <laughs> um, yeah, no. Best, best. Just drop it and catch it real quick. So, out of 10, quickly. Out of 10. 13 and a half. People and I get whenever, best friends. Whenever, <laughs> of, of course. <laughs> whenever, I describe, whenever, I, whenever I describe my girlfriend, I call her a 13 out of 10. So if you're a 13 out of wow. half out of okay. 10, that's a compliment. I'm taking um, that. I'm actually yeah, sweating. <laughs> got a little bit of a sweat. <laughs> deep breaths. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, to what's, what's, what's in store so much. I've got a, a song coming out in, I want to say four or five weeks time called leveling up, which slaps. It's with a producer called Roddy beats. Who's worked with like central C and Fredo and his credentials are nuts. And he's a Spurs fan as well. And I'm Spurs. So that, that always there we is go. nice. There's a few of us in the music industry. It's just, it's a song with pure energy and it's a proper introduction to me, what I can do where I'm headed, where I've been. But there's also some like vocals and melodies on it as well because I've started to kind of introduce the singy side of things. I'm, I'm going to start to lean this year into like the pop rap-esque. Yes, okay. Type, plan B type stuff because that's what I listened to growing up. It's what I love making and that's where I want to want to take things. So um, all the music coming out this year is, is just going to be class. The big things at the moment are the two headline shows I got. Manchester... Uh, Deaf Institute, 21st of February. Um, O2 Academy, Islington, London, 14th of March. Um, I've got Keyboard Warriors music video that just dropped. So that's out now. 
Uh, so if you want to see, like, it's a cool concept. I won't, I won't spoil it. Go and watch it. It's <laughs> the link, um, the link is down below. Go, go and listen yeah. to it. Go and listen to it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or yeah, watch it. Is... Even you watch a video. Yeah, that's fine. You can close your eyes if you want. Uh, <laughs> a bit pointless. Um, so yeah, it's headline shows, loads of new music with some cool samples coming this year as well, which I won't, I won't spoil too much because. Oh no! Don't do that. I want to. <laughs> I want to put it this way. I, I may or may not have sampled the most iconic football anthem um, in the world, or at least in Europe, which is my my um, hint to is you. It, was it from a World Cup? No. Oh. Um, but I'll, I'll, t- I'll tell you after the okay. show. Okay. Um, and then okay. also an, an iconic pop song surrounding uh, like a, just a big... I went through a bit of a man whore phase. So like just surrounding that kind Ooh. of stuff. Big samples, big songs, big shows, uh, big music videos. And it's all coming this year. Big year. Big year. Big, big year. Form. <laughs> <laughs> big form. Mate, honestly, you have been brilliant to waffle with. <laughs> Genuinely, like I've, I feel like I've, I needed this today. Like my energy levels are like right where they need to be. Yeah. Um, Best of luck with the live shows, the year, um, and I can't wait to see what's coming. But thank you so much for joining me for a waffle. Thank you very much for having me. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Oh. 
You've been listening to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and even leave a review. It means the world to me. See you soon.